With a quick crossover, look at Brian Russell slips, and Michael pulls up and buries the shot to give him a one-point lead. That may have been. Who knows what will unfold in the next... AOJ, can we get some ratchet one time? Look, I don't want to talk. How you try and press the kid and really you was... What's going yep. on, everybody? Let me get this. Let me get this set back up. Kind of doing a little jank, guys. I'm sorry. It's all right. It's all right. Welcome to the Hezzy Take. I am Sly. How are you doing? Got Tyler here helping us out today with the with the fun Hezzy Take as we talk about the NBA playoffs and some fun NBA news. Uh, so Tyler, how are you doing, man? Man, doing good. Glad to be here. I'm excited. I always, man. I'm. Everybody's always like, man, will you? You mind being on here with me? I'm like, dude, I will never say no to anybody like being you're on pretty, one of the shows. You're, I love you're pretty knowledgeable, dude, about all sports, man. And so I wanted to go ahead and just kind of jump on in. I know we've texted a little bit uh, throughout the kind of week talking about the NBA playoffs, right? We're slowly building up to the finals. And so, man, just wanted to kind of hear from you, kind of what your overall thoughts and reactions. Uh, and I got some uh, some of my own. Okay. So, so right off the bat, man, you got to love like – I love a good rivalry. And it seems that the Lakers and the, the Grizzlies have just turned into like what I remember. I say I remember. I used to go back. I'm a sports freaks for all of you who don't know. And I, I love watching sports history, like old games and stuff. Man, I'm I'm a junkie for the 90s. And I used to go like before when I was in like high school and junior high. Like my dad, like before games, would always have me watching a Bulls game, like an old 90s Bulls game. Yeah. And man, the bad boy Pistons versus the Chicago Bulls, man, that's just what this series reminds me of. Like, yeah, it reminds me, it reminds me of that, like the Knicks and the Bulls, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it, it has that kind of feel to it because these boys really do not like each other. And obviously just two, it's, it's Dylan Brooks and LeBron. But what makes Dylan Brooks so much more different than, you know, uh, Lance Stevenson? What makes Dylan Brooks that much more different than I'm trying to think of another famous LeBron rival? Man, he's had a whole bunch of them right throughout the years, right? Mm-hmm. Westbrook's been pretty fun right now with the Westbrook and right. LeBron, but obviously it's not the same as Dylan Brooks and LeBron. What, what makes this rivalry different, in your opinion? I, I don't know. I think it might be just, just like the the blatant disrespect, right? I feel like mm-hmm. Lance, like Stevens, like t- you brought that up. I think that's a good, that's a good one to bring up. It was more of just pest. He was just more mm-hmm. of a pest, right? Yeah. He wouldn't really, yeah. you know, I put him and like Pat Bev kind of the same characteristics, right? They just want to get under your skin. I feel like Dylan Brooks just is like, I don't like you. And like, I'm at any given point, I could just punch you in the face. Like he's yeah. kind of got more, it's more aggression. I feel like than what the, Lance Stevens thing is Stevenson. That's my bad. Lance yeah. Stevenson. That's my bad. Lance Stevenson. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think also in some regards, I think Brooks has got into LeBron's head, right? I think I, I, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, LeBron is one of the greatest. I'm not gonna say he is the greatest, but he's one of the greatest right. of all times. But I think Brooks has gotten into his head a little. Like you see, see it, that. like LeBron is not 100%. He is a little bit more angry. Like with Stevenson, man, he just kind of ignored him, you know, and things like that. Right. All these other guys he tends to ignore. But man, there's a couple times, like I was watching the game yesterday before he got hit in the nuts, you know, like he was trying to talk back, like he'd make a shot and try to get in his face and stuff like that. Like 
he's really gotten to LeBron, I think, in ways that others haven't in the past. Do you think because it's not a pesty way, it's kind of like he's kind of being like street ball serious? I mean, he's being disrespectful. I, you know, Ralph, yeah, like, he's saying, oh, yeah, he's old. No one cares about him. No, like he, he's freaking LeBron James. Like, again, I'm, I'm hardcore sold out. Michael is the best of all times. Same. And I'm going to die on that hill. But at the same time, like you can't, you can't forget that this no. guy is top two, three, four greatest players of all times. And you're saying he's old and no one cares. Really now? Like you put LeBron James out in the middle of any famous mall right now in the United States. And he's going to draw a crowd. Have you heard the the stat with his games he's played at his age? Because mm-hmm. what is he, 38? Yeah, he's, 30, he's a year older than me, yeah, so 38. Okay, yeah. so between the 37- the and 38-year season, he's played 120 games. Wow. And they said that for the entirety of Zion Williams' career, Zion's played 119. That's like, wild. think about that, bro. That's wild. That's, That's nuts. Wild. Zion's been in the league, what, three and a half years, four years? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I think there's some Zion talk here in the offseason. I don't. I think Zion does not want to be in New Orleans. I, I think he feels. I thought. I think he wanted to be in New York. Mm-hmm. Didn't end up in New York like he ended like he wanted. And so right. I think there's issues with Zion, just commitment issues. Uh, but man, I'm like, what happens if you get tired with the Knicks? We'll save that for the offseason as, mm-hmm. as Zion talk does that. But yeah, I, I like to say, man, it's a good rivalry, dude. I, I think prior to Dick's being punched yesterday. I think that was a, a pretty exciting, you know, kind of back and forth. And then I'll oh, yeah. at the- how, do, how do you how do you like seeing Russ playing well? Uh Russ, man, I will say, you know, so I have buddies who are hardcore Laker fans, and they would they would make the argument that Russ is not playing well. They'll say that Russ mm-hmm. is kind of doing mediocre at best right now at the moment. I don't know. I think he's played good. I, I think him. I, I think he's been dealt a bad deck of cards. Like I would right. say out of all the playoffs, I think in, in recent history, I feel like this is the one that I've seen more injuries than any other uh, playoffs. Oh, that I sure. Recent like, you know, obviously Giannis uh, is mm-hmm. injured and he's not had to play, which the Heat were able to get a win from. Right. Uh, you were able to see Embiid got hurt, right? Of course, the 76ers were able to sweep, and James Harden did his thing before he got uh, kicked out of the game. He did his thing and put him enough lead where they could kind of win that thing, which, again, the Nets weren't going to do anything right. No. I think Kawhi, man, but Kawhi, I don't know, dude. Like, I'm just, I just do not know what's going on with Kawhi Leonard. Like, ever since he left San Antonio, he had that one good year with Toronto and has never been the player since. Mm-mm. Never been the guy. And so you see Russ playing a little bit better. I think this system that they run, Ty Lue's system that they run in the Clippers are better for him, better suited for him. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, man, Kawhi Leonard is just, I don't know, man. Does does he really want to go to the Lakers? Does he really want to do something? Does he not want to play basketball anymore? I get it. His sister just got, what, life in prison? Mm -hmm. I'm mistaken. Murdering somebody in the bathroom, 2019. Yeah, in 19. Could that really be affecting him? But he was. Just courtside. I don't know, dude. But I would say if he's injured and as injured as they say he is, then okay, cool. But I would say out of all the playoffs in recent history, I have not seen one with so many big injuries of key players. Uh, you know, even Victor Oladipo, you know, the way he left Houston was kind of shady, but even he, he got pretty nasty yeah. hurt. Um, you know, I think the Heat are going to struggle with some of that. Not that he's a 
dropping 20, 30, like mm-hmm. he used to back in the, in the Pacers. But uh, still, though, man, he, you know, he's a good role player. And to see him kind of drop out uh, is going to be pretty interesting to see how the Heat And Tyler Hero's not even on that team right now because of his injury, correct? Yep, yep. I mean, I think overall, dude, it's, it's man, a stinks, bro. playoff, uh, you know, basically driven by injuries. Even AD went down a little bit. I'm like, ooh, like, is, like AD man, made a AD's made out of paper. So, like, the moment <laughs> he falls, I'm like, oh, like, he's done. Like, I, I'll, right. I would say that. So, all that to say is, yeah, like, it's sad that Russell's playing better, but the team's not going to play. Paul George is out, isn't he? Paul George yeah. is out as well. Yeah. He followed that, that, that series really, really, really well. I think the Suns are going to kind of win it. Um, and so, I've been really paying attention. I paid more attention to the LeBron series. I think that was pretty interesting. I've been kind of focusing John on was back, too, right? Y'all was bad. Drop forty five. Drop forty five. off. I'll say this, man. I think the moves that the Lakers made during the trade de- trade trade deadline set them up to go far in the playoffs, dude. I think they're gonna make it to the finals. No, I don't think so. I think there's better teams. I think there are better teams built and assembled. I think the Nuggets are really, really good. I mean, that's one series that I am watching. Jamal Murray, bro, dropping forty. Wow, talk about a comeback story, but from just the way he was able to progress off that injury he came back from, man. That's good. I really they, like seeing they, that. I like Jamal Murray. They have depth, dude. They have depth. They have the mm-hmm. you know one of the MVP candidates. The they Joker. Have everything set up, dude, to be to go for a long run. Uh, but I do think that they made a, quite a bit of moves. And LeBron is just a pro in the in the playoffs, man. LeBron mm-hmm. knows what he's doing. He's been in this game for as long as he has. I think he's really, really good. Um, but I think they're gonna take advantage of these rookie teams. I think AD and LeBron, but more so LeBron, are going to take advantage of these young teams or these young bucks uh, and kind of take them out. Um, I'm going to go ahead and drop probably one of the high, hottest takes that I've ever said. This is going to get me canceled on TikTok. This, All is, right. this, is, this is it. The Golden State Warriors are officially done. Wow. At least, I'm going to look caveat, at least this iteration, this version of the Golden okay. State Warriors are officially done. Draymond, I'm calling it now. We've seen the reports. He's not going to be around. I think the Golden State Warriors know. So this iteration of Golden State Warriors, which have been the trio of Steph, Clay, and Draymond, uh, they've been together for, gone through all the championship runs and all things like that. I think Golden State has realized this is he has caused them more issues and more problems uh, than than he's worth. You know, mm-hmm. his play is not as good as he was three years yeah. ago, right? Uh, I think the Jordan Poole thing, man, the moment that happened, I knew they weren't going to get far. That was going to mess up all team chemistry. Even a guy like Steph, who I think he's probably... R- remind me again, for everybody who doesn't follow, what, what that is. Yeah. So what ended up happening is the, somebody, TMZ got a video leaked through the Golden State Warriors. It was them practicing during the offseason. They're running the offseason, practicing, things like that. And Jordan Poole and Draymond start fighting, arguing, right? Similar, we've seen Draymond do things with the teammates. Yell at Clay, yell at Steph, famously yell at Kevin Durant, was yelling at Jordan Poole, and he gets into his face. Jordan Poole says something, and then the next thing we know, uh, Jordan Poole was knocked out cold, like cold on the floor, just like tongue out. Like, man, just cold cocked him, knocked it was him wild. out. He was out. It's one of the most wildest clips. It was violent, dude. Something you see like an MMA fight, right? Yeah. And did to his own teammate. And so I, I, Things like that, dude, especially team sports, you know, seen in, in past history, things like that, that divides the team. 
with Steph and, you know, Steph being out for the majority of the season, Clay not being his old self since he'd come back from his injury, Jordan Poole, in my opinion, had been the leader of the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I'd agree with I that. I think Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole has kind of been the top guy with Andrew Wiggins out as well. Not that Wiggins mm-hmm. isn't better or Clay, you know, Clay back two, three years ago was better. But I, I would say with, with Andrew Wiggins, with the crazy drama, no one knows the true story of Andrew Wiggins with him being out, with the uh, issues with Steph Curry and his injuries, it's been Jordan Poole's team for this season. Yeah. really has. And so then when you have... And he's done pretty well, too, I would say, with that responsibility. Because that's not a, an easy thing to do as a younger player with such an established championship roster. Not only organization that's used to that much success. And so I think he took, you know, he's able, he was able to, with staff obviously playing all the other, like, but able to at least help the team make it into the playoffs, right? For those mm-hmm. games that they didn't have, Steph, for the games that they didn't have everybody else. He was able to, to do the things that he needed to do um, sorry about that. I'm got these little fake AirPods and it's messing everything up. I I'm back. Uh, so with everything, sorry about that. So with everything that he's done, he's he's able to get him as far as he could. And right. then with that locker room's probably divided because Draymond's also been playing. Draymond hasn't really had a lot of time off. And so right. with all that, you have a lot of drama with the Golden State Warriors. One of them's gonna have to go. I don't think both of them stay. And, if, and even if they say, oh, things are in the past, things are like, I, I don't necessarily think so. And so I think this iteration of the Golden State Warriors is officially done. I think Dre Oman moves on. He wants, rumors have he wants to play with LeBron, even though he's kind of been one of these kind of famous antagonists for, uh, antagonizers for LeBron in the past. He wants to play for the Lakers, a team that he's always wanted to play with. So I think this iteration of the Golden State Warriors that we know is probably done. Uh, you know, I don't think you'll see Draymond, unless it's an all-star game, I don't think you'll see Draymond play and Steph be on the team again. Um, and you'll see a brand-new Golden State Warriors. I think Golden State Warriors will bounce back. They made some questionable moves where they traded the number two overall pick and uh, Wiseman, they traded him for three second-rounders. You know, like, you've seen some right. weird moves with trades. Um, who knows what they plan to do with that? Um, I think they'll still be competitive. They could maybe even if they make the right, you know, trades and moves inside the right free agents, I think they can compete for a title. But it's not gonna look the same. Uh you're not gonna see Draymond, you're not gonna see Steph and Clay and that famous Warriors blue and gold. Uh, I think the Kings will probably pull this one off if they win. Like um, the Kings. Win. Kings good. And that's the thing though. I think a team like the Kings, when they face off a team like the Lakers. We've seen it already now with the young team like the Grizzlies. Grizzlies second overall team going into from the West, going into the playoffs. Like they, they had a good record, and here they are beating a seasoned LeBron, meeting a well better assembled LA Lakers, and angry I got something to prove Lakers. Uh, they're going to expose these young teams, and so I think the Kings as well. I like the Kings. I think the Kings have done the rebuild right. It's taken them a little bit longer than probably what they expected. Right here they are. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen moving on forward with that. You still got the Celtics and Hawks. I think the Celtics are going to go ahead and finish it up and call it a series here pretty soon. You know, they're two and one, but I don't see Atlanta winning another game. Right. Hold on uh, a second. I'm sorry. A door just came open. Hey, buddy, buddy, buddy. Can you my door, please? Yeah. Sorry. Thank you, man. You're the you're the guy, guy. Yeah. Yeah. He says, yeah, I am. I am the guy. <laughs> so, Sorry. So, so no, you're totally fine. So it's going to be a very interesting uh, kind of first round of the playoffs. Then I think when we start going in a little bit deeper, I think this is where it starts to get a little bit more real. If Golden State is able to pull it off, 
I still don't think they're not they're not gonna be a team that goes far. Who's who's your picks? Like who are your picks coming out of the West and out of the yeah. East? Yeah, my picks coming out of the out of the West is uh, the Phoenix Suns. I think the Phoenix Suns just got to get it together. Chris Paul, Booker, and Durant have really played a whole bunch. So team chemistry is going to be a little bit difficult, but once they figure it out, I think they're going to go ahead and make the well, CP's been playing really well, actually. And so is Booker as well. It's just Durant has to kind of learn that system and kind of be into that system. And so I think if he gets it and gets it right, he's going to be he's going to be a step. And I really think the Celtics are going to go ahead and pull our way out of the East, man. Celtics look good. Not dealing with injuries, not dealing with problems, not dealing with any issues. I think the Celtics are going to be probably the team that you probably should watch. Um, I think there's a lot of reasons to watch as a Rockets fan. I'm a Rockets fan. Um, I, I would probably figure a lot of our people watching and listening to the Hesitates are probably Rockets fans because um, I'm based out of Houston. We're based out of Houston and things mm-hmm. like that. And so um, I would say that it'd be good to see what happens with, with Brown. Uh, and sees what ha- yeah. happens with him. Um, Do you think there's a better chance he gets traded if they win or lose? I think if they if they win, they're going to want to keep him. They're going to want to run it back. I think any team, especially in Boston, historic basketball city, they're going to want to keep right. him. Right. They're going to want to run it back. It's money. You know, you get money and things like that. But then again, you know, part of the hesitate, take, you know, in uh, trying to talk about basketball and look at different aspects of basketball, there's been a report here recently about Michael Jordan wanting to sell the uh, Charlotte uh, Hornets. He wants yeah, I saw that. Rumor has it he wants to get out of the basketball game. And a lot of people are saying that he wants to get out of the basketball game because the NBA is kind of printing out a bad product right now. It's kind of a dying sport where it, it's very popular with young people, right? Um, I think in some regards, man, I feel like baseball is kind of picked up. Like, say what you want. I was about, about to say that. It felt like we were just there with baseball a few years ago. And all of a sudden, you know. Say what you want about 2017 controversy with the Houston Astros. It brought extra eyes into the MLB. Yes, MLB. it did. And more people watching the MLB. And now more people are, are consuming MLB with a new Pitchcock clown uh, account, which I'm not a big fan of. Like, we talked about that. You can catch, you know, the mound visit. And uh, we'll, we'll, they have plenty of good information there regarding that. Uh, back, baseball MLB has put out a better product. The WBC and Otani has put just a better product. Fantastic. Then you have the M- ML- M- M- NBA right now. It's just not been the best. N- NBA as well. Again, not to get political or anything like that. If I get canceled, I get canceled. Who cares? But the NBA has been the more more politics. Uh, their star player has definitely been more in the political talks and things like that, which again, you got to remember like our country's pretty much divided 50%, you know, like we're pretty much down the yep. line regarding red and blue issues. And so when you start talking bad about one party and kind of disparaging one party or at least one leader of one party, what ends up happening, you're going to automatically alienate anywhere from 40 to 50%. And kneeling is one thing for football, I think. You know, like as crazy as it is, people going nuts about football. And I do think that that did hurt it. But at the end of the day, football's football. Like it yeah. doesn't matter where you're at in the country, especially in the South. You're born, bred, raised. You know, there's a lot of guys make their money down here off of football. Yeah. So it's just going to be a lot more difficult to sink football than it is like basketball where you've got coaches openly talking about it. I mean, Steve Kerr is, yeah. and Popovich are pretty outspoken about their feeling about p- politically. And, you know, I just – I don't necessarily – and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I just don't see the same for football on that level. Like, sure, you got some of the players. That's to be expected. But when you have the coaches, I just feel like that brings a different aspect to it because now you're branding the organization with that, right? 
And the thing that's what happened, and everybody knows that the NBA is a player's league where the NFL is an owner's league, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of staying it out there, right? Uh, MLB, I think, is one of the few sports that's well-balanced. Like, players are getting their money. They're getting their yeah. contracts. But at the end, and they're friendly towards the players. At the end of the day, the owners still call the shots and make all the deals sure. and do all that sure. kind of stuff. NBA is the only sport, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, drop it in the comments, correct us if we're wrong. But I think the M- NBA is the only sport out there currently in this market where the players really call the shots. Players don't want to play. They're going to have to play. And that's the thing, like this big, big controversy, right? Like here you are. Okay, we're, we're, we're Rockets fans, right? We, we like mm-hmm. the Rockets. Rockets are Love our them. team. Um, let's say, you know, Benjamin wants to go and watch a game and LeBron James is his favorite player or Steph Curry is his favorite player, right? Uh, LeBron's probably more that Steph Curry seems to play whenever, right? But let's say LeBron, he really wants to see LeBron. You buy tickets, you buy courtside tickets, you spend a thousand something dollars to buy courtside tickets for you to go see LeBron James, right? The right. Rockets suck. LeBron then gets to choose if he's going to play that game or not. Right. So here you are out of thousand dollars. $2,000. Yeah, see LeBron sitting on the sidelines. To see LeBron sitting on the sidelines. And that's the big issue. That's kind of, I think it's pissed off a lot of people with regarding that. Is that not? I didn't even think about that. Every single time, the best players are going to be playing in the game. I think there's a lot of different things. I think it's the politics. It's the players choosing when they want to play and when not to play. It's all these other different things that's really kind of hurt the NBA. The NBA, again, it's not a product. And Michael Gordon's all about making money. And so we shall see what ends up happening. But I will say, out of recent years, I feel more people are talking about baseball right now. I feel yeah. like more people are talking about the NFL draft right now than they are the playoffs. Could yeah. it be that I'm in Houston and Houston has a we're out, um, and we've been out for a while, so that's, that's the reason why I'm just in my context. That's that. Or could it be? that the NBA is just not at the level it once was. And because of that, it's taken a hit. It's still most most popular sport amongst young teenage boys. It's still mm-hmm. the hot, even football cards are starting to overcome basketball cards. Yeah. Um, you still have a lot of things like that that are slowly kind of coming up. That NBA, if they're not careful, they're going to slip back to that number three. To, to, to dare I say number four spot like again well, I don't know um, yeah. not soccer and hockey yeah soccer and hockey are growing and the emergence of F1 the emergence of F1 starting to take over some some market share with their TV series and having more races right I think Las Vegas now is in the process of building a circuit if I'm not mistaken um, interesting that, I could be wrong on that but I if I remember correctly, you just, there's just a lot of things that if it's not careful yeah. and it continues going down the path and does not make changes. Yeah. It, it could definitely be replaced by baseball. Baseball can come, move its way up. People are now watching, you know, two and what was it? The Astros were two, two hours and like five minutes or something like that. The other two, two hours, 35 minutes. Like that's, that's about the length of almost like the length of a basketball game. When you include all the timeouts and like that towards yeah. the very end, sometimes in the two hour mark. And so when you start moving towards that territory, you may start having people say, you know what, maybe I watch this instead. I think, you know, we've been talking a lot about it on, on the mound visit about, you know, contracts and TV deals. You start getting MLB into kids' eyes again. You start having these big names. 
I mean, again, I, I, I dislike the man, but Aaron Judge, he started having that name being repeated more and more and more. Yeah. Right? He started having these names out. And Le- names Shohei. like LeBron, Shohei. And you got LeBron James going to retire. LeBron yeah. is good for the NBA. People love him, but he eventually will retire. The trajectories, right? It, it's, you've got, I mean, I don't even know how to how, how to describe this maybe with the right words, but I'm going to do the best I can. You've got generationally legend legendary players leaving because of age while we have game-changing things that we've never seen happen from players in decades start happening in baseball as we see it start to rise. It's like yep. the things that are happening are just putting gasoline on an already burning fire with Aaron yep. judge breaking the scene, you know, breaking records, Shohei being a two way player. We're seeing, you know, ambidextrous pitchers come out. I mean, the new, the new, the new rules coming out. Right. I mean, uh, you've got, I mean, not even saying professionally, you've got the teams like, you know, minor league teams like Savannah bananas, where you're starting to make it fun, you know, like on another note, WBC, you know, dude, talk about a year for baseball with the WBC being what it was. I mean, just, I can't say enough of how great that was for the sport, whether the USA won or not, like, wow. Yep. Yep. So you know, obviously, this is a basketball show, and we're talking about basketball. But all this relates because the NBA, if it does not figure the situation out, and if you don't have another star rise, yes, to the level of LeBron that's wowed everybody like Jordan did, it's going to be in big trouble. It's going to be in major trouble. I don't think the NBA has bounced back from 2020 from its bubble leak. It's not been the same. The players don't no, take it seriously. Everything I think has fallen. They can't figure out an all-star game, which is so weird. Yet mm-hmm. NFL is trying to do whatever it can. It feels like the NBA is just trying to throw us out the same pot. It's slam dunk concert, bro. Maybe, maybe you remember, but I remember NBA like the you know all-star break weekend was such a big weekend. Yeah, huge. Always watch it. Dude, you, I remember, man, me and my buddies would get pizza together and we just yep. glued to the TV, find out who had cable, where we could watch it. Yes. You don't do that anymore. No. You don't do that anymore. I and remember so, when Nate Robinson was just dominating that, bro. It was Dwight so Howard. Good. Dwight Howard, the Superman on the higher on the rim, when Blake Griffin even was jumping over the Kia. Like, I mean, you could, you could, Gerald, or was it Jeff Green or, Je- yeah, Jeff Green with, he had a sticker and he dunked and slapped oh, the yes. sticker up at the top. And then you had another cat doing the, the cupcake, jumping yes. up, head above the rim, yes. blew it out. I mean, dude, yes. you had some, some really nice, I mean, even if you want to go all the way you back to Vince Carter. Stuff. You had some very fun stuff. And it's weird now that I think you've had. Lot, I think NCAA basketball has become more more popular mm-hmm. uh, here in recent years. More people watch it, and I think because of the internet, you've had like uh, Rutgers Park, a lot of these kind of street ball games or clips become way you know almost kind of almost paving a way more for a new type of basketball. Yeah, I think more and more people if they want their basketball fixed, I'm not saying they're fully finding it there. But they're getting more and more not from the NBA. Big three, another one. Absolutely. Big three. And and I've met more and more fans of the big three. I like to watch the big three. Where, you know, you want to watch baseball? I don't see many people saying, yo, man, I got the links for the Japanese 
the South, I got links with the South Korean leagues. Like you don't see that happening, right? Uh, but you're having more people interested in Chinese basketball because you're having these legends go over there and play. Yeah. I'm hearing people talk about that. You don't hear ever about people wanting to see, uh, you know, uh, Japan or South no. South Korean leagues or Mexican leagues, right? But you're seeing more and more of that. You're seeing more people when the when the Ball brothers were playing in uh, with Lithuania, right? right? People watching those games. Right, so something has shifted since Luca. Guys, we're watching Luca over there too. Luca says he prefers to watch yeah. the Euro League, yes, than the NBA. The it's best crazy. player, I think, the best sport. Excuse me, let me think back. The best sport in the league. Oh, by far, yeah, is watching Euro basketball versus the NBA. Yeah, that that's a problem. And so when you're hearing reports of Michael Jordan, who's going to make a profit, but probably going to cut. You know, around anywhere two hundred million, he's gonna sell it for a billion something. But then probably, you know, take 200, 200 million less, right? Which right? is still for him. He bought the team in the millions. Because because whether so. he owns it or not, it's still a historic franchise in the league. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, you got Muggs, Muggsy and Alonzo Mourning. Like that's the first two names come to my mind when I think about that team. Or Peja yeah. back in the in the gap, or them drafting CP. Awesome. Yeah. Larry yeah, Johnson, Johnson, yeah, those are some good teams, man. Yeah, and so we'll see, man, what ends up happening. But I'm gonna go ahead and say it now: if the NBA is not careful, it's gonna lose that number, that number two spot. It's gonna lose it to baseball. It's gonna fall to number three. And if it does not just continues to go the way it, go, it goes, am I saying that I don't care about players' rights or what players desire? No, I'm not saying that. I think players should get their bags and things like that. But at the same time. It's coming to a detriment of the game. So, all that to say, that's my that's my hezzy take. You can disagree with it. Drop it in the comments. Let me know what you think. Yeah, and um, that's what I got. Cool. Well, before we go, let me ask you a question because I think Let's this go. is something. Shoot it. Do you think that? And I'm going to butcher his name. Y'all know I'm not good with names. Wimbabwe. Mm, Wimby. Wimby. Wimby's a short, short, uh, short name. Yeah. Do you name. think? that he has the ability to be that player because we, because we thought that Giannis was going to be, I think that guy to really, because of his abilities. Yeah. Do you think uh, Wimby with his hype? I lost it. I lost my audio. Yeah. Oh no. Ah. My audio is gone and this is live. It's all oh good. no. There you are. There you are. You hear me? It. Yeah, I don't okay. think Wimbo, Wimby will be that generational player in here as well. Okay. When LeBron came out of high school, he was everywhere. I remember, again, I'm older than you, so I remember when I was a senior in high school, everybody was talking about LeBron James. Everyone was. No one's talking about Wimby. Mm -mm. But do you think it's because of his path? Because that is something very different that we're seeing. Will, he, he is coming from France, and that is, uh, that is true. I think that does play a factor that does play a role. But I think in the grand scheme of things, I don't think he really is, unless he comes in and comes out lights out. But he, he's going to come in shining brighter than right. Luka. And there's, there's conversations about Wimby, about you know his shots not really there, his mid-range and things like that, which, again, coaches, especially in the NBA, are pretty keen on figuring out weaknesses to build plans on how to get somebody mm -hmm. to shoot. If they're not mid-range shoot, Shooter to become a mid, mid uh, range shooter, unless there's some somebody crazy like Luca, right? That is good everywhere, right? And right. good at driving in, going mid range, like things like that. 
it, you know, it's going to be hard. But right now, there's a lot of conversation that the shot's not really there. They say he can shoot to three. He mm. can shoot that thing. But they're saying that his shot's not 100% there. Again, you got to read the scouting reports out there that's going on. And I'll right. watch a couple videos on him because, again, Rockets fans fan. potential we can get him. I don't think he's necessarily going to be that player. I like Scoot, I, personally, for the Rockets. I, I, I think so, too. I think, I think Scoot would, would, would keep the nucleus together a little bit better. I don't like the idea of getting having to – potentially forfeit Sangoon for a Wimby because I, I just think yeah. Sangoon's going to be that guy. I really do. I, I um, so. You know, trying to go back to, to like the hype, right? One of the things that, uh, speaking of basketball, just got an update about the San Francisco um, and or San, Sacramento and Warriors. <laughs> uh, do you remember a player, we're talking about guys that were coming over from overseas. His dad was a pretty prominent uh I think for the France team, but uh, he came over. There's quite a bit of hype. I remember, and I didn't even follow basketball that much. I really haven't since I think the last time I followed basketball was, I think once Kobe left, I kind of stopped following, but uh, Dante Exum, does that name ring a bell to you? Play for the Uh jazz Dante Mm -hmm. Exum. I know like, here we go. I'm going back into my nerdiness when I things I remember, but Dante Exum's dad played for France. He was very good. Dante played over there and he came over and he was kind of in that lost area before that was kind of the thing he had done it. Dante never really hit Exum just never really hit those expectations um, for the jazz. And but there again, I feel like there was more talk about him than even Wimby, and he did that, right? And maybe you could say it was, but he was very young, if I remember correctly, like 18. Yeah. I mean, when that's Wimby, he's coming in at that age. Wimby almost coming at a very, very young age. You know, he's still a teenager, right? And right. so that's the thing. You know, he still got to develop. He has to grow muscle. Like, if he comes in like a Giannis. You know, and comes in and does that thing. Man, I think that could really become. I think the NBA would do well for a, a I'd say you get a Giannis man to slowly become more of that superstar. I think he's, mm-hmm. he, he's likable, doesn't really get into, you know, controversy. I think what hurts the NBA is that he's in Milwaukee and he likes Milwaukee. And he's faithful mm-hmm. to that team. But man, you get, a, you get a guy like a Giannis. I think you want Giannis is so likable. Uh, that I mean, he could really do that. I think guys like Luca, man, but I think Luca again has just can't get it over that hump to kind of get that. So, what's stopping the NBA from capitalizing on Luca? What's stopping the NBA from capitalizing on a Giannis? You know, what if they brought them together? Not saying that they should, right? But man, would that take the sports world by storm? With wow. if they have a super yeah. team with those two guys, because again, they're very, very likable dudes. I don't know if you watched the uh, dude perfect video with Luca. But man, I became a fan of Luca after watching that video. And again, I'm yeah. a Rockets guy. You know, the Battle of 45, bro. Like, you know, like I'm always gonna go Rockets. But after watching that video, I was like, wait a minute now. Like, Luca's a good dude. Yeah. He's not a good dude. Disney made movies about his life story already, right? right. Like, you know, and he's still alive. Like, that's what happens once you die. You know, so all the thing is that the NBA has to find ways to capitalize on these very likable players. You know, they're, they have to find a way to capitalize on the Lucas and on the Giannis's without having them move all the way to L.A. or New York or anything like that. They yeah, find a way to capitalize. I could I see I could see Luca in Miami. That's a one place that I could definitely see him, you know, being a spot that they would want to maybe at in between. Right. Because I feel mm-hmm. like Miami's kind of in between like the yeah. Lakers and the Knicks as far as like marketability. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and, and one one group that I'm surprised we haven't seen, and maybe it's because it's so fresh, but I really thought Booker and, and KD and CP was really going to blow up the NBA, and that was kind of going to be the team. It doesn't seem like that's happened yet. I'm kind of surprised. Maybe it's just because of the amount of time they played together. I, I, think, I think the amount of time they play together, I think the, again, because it's players league, players say, I want out, and they get out. Yeah. I think that's kind of put a bad taste in people's mouth, you no. know? Uh, again, you don't see that as much in the NFL. You know, you, it does happen. It, right. it happens all the time, but it's not that big of a deal as I feel like in the NBA. When it does that, people, again, puts a bad taste in people's mouth. Houston Rockets fans right now are still upset with James Harden. Now, you got some people mm-hmm. that hate the days that we're in now and look back at the glory days and will say, well, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely take Harden back now. Right? Looks well, like, like that might happen, dude. too. It may <laughs> might happen, but I'm like, man, look at the old days. And look at what we're dealing with. And I'm like, you know what? He he demanded his way out versus taking it with us and fighting it out and things like right. that. Again, fan, fan bases are loyal, man. Loyal to your teams. And when you have a guy, guys coming in and not be loyal to their teams, I think it really hurts the product, man. So yeah. we'll see where it goes, dude. Uh, we'll see what ends up happening. But you got to have some of these guys begin to, to, to ball out. You got to have some of these guys start teaming up again. You got to have some kind of interesting storylines in the NBA. Because right now, not saying not saying it's a dead product, but if it's not careful, it's a sick product. Let me put it like right. that. Right. Sick product, and if it's not careful, it's gonna become a dying product. Right. Cool. Well, man, thank you for joining me on my Hezzy Take. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Guys, make sure you stay tuned for more things as he takes. And uh, make sure you also tune into all the other uh, catalog of shows that we got going on. Got some real good ones. Y'all check it out. And if you're not already following us on social medias, make sure you follow it at Athletically Declined. And uh, if you can't find us on Athletic at Athletically Declined, it's, it will be at Athletic Decline, which I think is only Twitch and uh, Twitter for the record. Check us out there, guys. Got some Later. Stuff. Peace.